as we inch slowly towards sun and warmth, we're going to find out all, and I do mean all, about the 2017 Safeway Waterfront Blues Festival, June 30 to July 4th, because festival artistic director and ace guitarist Peter Damon is in the coffee shop today. I'm Tom D'Antoni. Welcome to World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason in Portland for another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation. This will be the 30th annual festival, and Peter has been either playing at or curating the music for every one. Have you seen the lineup? What do you think? Some new names? Yes, indeed. Some were even new to me, and I thought I knew everybody. This is a good thing, because if you're not learning, you're dead. Let's hear about them all from Peter Damon. How about it? Peter, welcome to the cupping room. This is the cupping room. Hi. World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason, our home for uh, for Oregon Music News Coffee Shop Conversations. I'm glad you could make it. Yeah. Glad uh, to be here. Uh, we do this every year. That's right. <laughs> Uh, because it's just a couple of months. Oh my God! Two and a half months. <laughs> just two a and a half months, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You got you got you got it mostly booked. Yeah, it's mostly booked. Um, I'm still working on a few of the like regional slots. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We haven't really rolled out the regional acts yet, but uh-huh. most of the national acts that are uh, we've booked are up on the website now. Yeah. There are a couple that we can't announce for um, a couple of weeks, but oh, why well, you tease? Well, I had, because I promised, I'm contractually obligated. When does this appear? This will be either next week or the week after. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I better I better not say anything no. about these particular okay. acts. Sorry. Oh, well, sorry guys. Well, well, that always happens. Yeah, it'll give us something this. to talk about in a couple. Of yeah. <laughs> we do this, you know, every, every year around this time, and there's always somebody that you can't announce. Yeah, that's right. It's just the way it is. That's all right. Thirtieth. Yeah, 30th. Wow. The 30th starting on the 30th of June. <laughs> and you've been here for how many? Uh, you know, I've kind of lost track, but I think this is 23. 23. So you weren't here for the Rose City Blues Festival. I played the Rose City Blues Festival with Johnny and the Jokers. Wow. John Ward. Huh. Yep. Wow. And uh, I think I played all of the early ones that I wasn't involved in uh-huh. um, curating. Yeah. As a, as a, you know, either in the Paul Delay band or mm-hmm. one of the other outfits I was <laughs> hanging around with. So, uh, uh, you know, I thought it was really nice a few years back when you guys uh, recognized Delmark Goldfarb uh-huh. for being involved in that first one. Yeah. He, yeah, he kicked it all off. I mean, yeah. you, you need somebody with, um, you know, kind of a crazy hair up there, but to to kind of kick something like that well, that's Delmark. off. And that's Delmark. <laughs> he, he did. I mean, uh, you know, my skill is organizing shuttles to the airport and that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, come on. Come well, on. you know, there's a lot... There's a lot of just kind of mind-numbing logistics involved in it. You yeah. Know? yeah. Chicken or fish... Hammond organ or piano, Marshall or Fender, um, North Stage or South Stage, you know, the Marriott or University Place, where are they coming in from, how many guys in the, you know, just goes on and on, vegans, you know, it's just a kind of, it's an endless amount of last minute detail like, oh, We've added a trumpet player. He's coming in from Austin a day earlier. He's a lacto-vegetarian. He needs to have blah, 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 blah. You know, and all these, that just comes at me. Every hour there's a piece of information like that that I've got to somehow keep track of. But um, somebody's got to do it. And people generally think, oh, he's he's just, just the guy who... Picks the bands. I, well, I do that, but then I have to make sure that they get here and that <laughs> yeah, they get yeah, fed yeah, the right yeah, stuff yeah, and, yeah. The, you know, they're on the right stage at the right time yeah, and all that kind yeah. of thing. So. But the picking of the bands is not, it's, that's more artistic than organizational. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I start the year with, you know, a kind of a wish list. Mm-hmm. And um, 
the wish list is really just, you know, I, I try not to get too invested in the wish list because the wish list pretty much disappears as soon as I get going. It's, <laughs> it's because it's really driven by routing. Mm -hmm. You know, if I want to have Buddy Guy on the lineup, mm -hmm. um, well, he might be going to Europe in early July. Yeah. You know, a lot of times uh, I'll put in an offer in on some big headliner and we'll wait for a month or even two months. And then at the end of two months, they'll say, oh, I'm sorry, we're going to Europe in July. For the whole month of July, we're uh -huh. just taking the whole West Coast tour off the books and we're going to Europe. Yeah, yeah. And some acts take years to line up. Like uh -huh. Greg Allman, I worked on for at least a decade. Jeez. Maceo Parker was the same way because Maceo would always go to Europe in July because he had this group of festivals he played. Then one year, finally, after trying to get him here for like 15 years, they called me and they said, uh, Maceo's going to be around this summer. What do you think? And I was <laughs> like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and then you get something really fortunate. Um, maybe you've worked on it for a long time, but to, to have Alan Toussaint just before he died. Oh, yeah, that was... That was um, that was great because I've been working on him for a long time, yeah. and you know, Toussaint was—he's a—he's um, a legend, and he's a huge yeah. Yeah. deal in the music world. Yeah. But he's not an act that could fill the Aladdin Theater. Right. He couldn't sell hard a, tickets. He's not amazing. what people call a hard ticket act. You know. That's amazing. So he never really toured around, and he was always kind of out of our price range in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And partly that happened because there was a sponsor mm. who really wanted to yeah. make it possible for him to come. And they, they yeah. just said, hey, we'll help underwrite the cost of this. Just get him wow. here. that's great. And um, that was such a great set. It that was. That was such a great set. And, and you never would have imagined that uh, he was going to leave the building like, I know. Three months later, yeah. you know, he was gone. Yeah. I, think, I, I you know. feel so fortunate that I was able to 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 talk to him, do an do an interview. Yeah, he was so regal, and he just yeah. Uh, yeah. he was yeah. just so masterful. Yeah, I was just really happy that that when I was talking to him, I I told him I said, um, you know, when I do my radio show or when I'm spinning or whatever it is, I always close my set with sweet dreams. And he th he was so pleased because he thought nobody had ever heard of that song. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. And it's one of the most beautiful tunes he's ever done. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. With uh uh, uh T, T D I think is the, is the um, the female singer on that track. Uh huh. Um, and uh, so it was it was you know, jeez. Yeah. That was the end for me as far as putting obituaries up on Oregon Music News. Because I was always the guy to put them up. Yeah. And after that, I went, that's it. Yeah. Can't do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I did it for Lisa Lapine because she was a friend of mine, but that was yeah. it. I can't yeah. do any more obituaries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, that's the hard part about this genre. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody's old. <laughs> yeah, everybody's old, and it's, you know, it's getting hard, harder and harder to book yeah. a blues festival. Is, did that shape this year's? Did, 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 did that well, fact I mean, shape it, this year's at all? Yeah, partly. That's what I thought. You know, um, I mean, how many blues acts, how many headliners in the blues world are there, really? I mean, how many are there? There's Buddy Guy. Mm -hmm. After way beyond, after that, there's like Robert Cray, mm -hmm. Taj Mahal. Yeah. But, um, you know, all those acts have played fairly recently. Buddy Guy's played very, you know, in the last couple of years. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so what are we going to do? Well... You know, part of my challenge is, you know, increasing challenge of the gig is to find acts that resonate within a context of a blues festival, mm -hmm. but will connect to a younger crowd yeah. and are still really happening on stage, you know. Mm -hmm. um, that sounds like a tough job. It is a tough job. That is a tough job because then you're, then we're competing with the big rock festivals. Yeah, Gary Clark Jr. is a great example. I mean, he, Gary Clark played mm -hmm. Waterfront when he was 17 years old. <laughs> Nobody knew who he was. We brought up the Texas Horns one year to be our resident horn section for the weekend. I and, remember that. And yeah. uh, Kaz, the saxophone player, said, "God, you got to check out this Gary Clark guy." So, I went, oh, okay. So I looked into him, and the next year we brought him up. 
and he kind of hung out all weekend and played on the boat and did this and that. I've been trying to get him back ever since. And wow. but he's he's become like a big rock act, not mm -hmm. musically so much, but mm -hmm. demographically. And the word I got from his agent was. Gary Clark doesn't play blues festivals. Wow. Even though he'll go to Bonnaroo and play like just flat out Texas blues. Yeah. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to be ghettoized wow. in that that genre. So, but he'll he'll play Waterfront. But he's gotten very expensive. I mean, it's hmm. like, um, you know, they're quoting as much for him as we paid Robert Plant. Whoa. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Wow. I mean, we got a hell of a deal on Robert Plant. We still paid it more than we'd ever paid anybody before. Huh. But, huh. <clears throat> you know. Huh. But anyway, so that's the that's the tricky part. Yeah. Or the Alabama Shakes. Yeah. When Alabama Shakes first came to Portland, uh, I saw him at Doug Fur, and I, and I said to myself, man, this is a perfect young act that understands the roots of this music and is in reinventing it. It's dynamic, it's original, mm -hmm. still deeply connected to Southern Soul. Mm -hmm. This would be perfect. And um, they had no recorded product out at all. Within a couple of months, they were playing, you know, Bonnaroo and Coachella, mm -hmm. and they were already like quoting high five figures. Jeez. I mean, they were already stratospherically priced. Huh. So um, it happens really fast in the rock world, uh, the, you yeah. know, the younger yeah, yeah. crowd world. It's and I, it's a, it's a kind of a mystery <clears throat> to me because there's no. Yeah. Sometimes there aren't even radio stations involved. There's not radio airplay involved. It's right. like all yeah. social media, yeah. video, yeah. YouTube. I used to really appreciate it when you would send out CDs. Yeah. With tracks from everybody who's going to be in the festival. Right. Right. I use those every year. You know. Maybe I should try to do that again. Why not? Yeah. We've got this, this, yeah. this, this you yeah. know, four or five blues shows now, you know? Yeah. Certainly fits into my show. Yeah. You know? Um, so, um, uh, well, let's, let's, let's go down the lineup, huh? Okay, sure. Because I, I think um, if I don't know some of these people, I know a lot of other people don't know yeah, some right. of these people, right. you know? So it's five days. It's five days. It's a long festival. It, it is a long festival. <laughs> it's a long festival. So there are very few of us who will be there all five days, but I will be. <laughs> I'll be there all five I, days. I always stay five days, too, although you yeah. stay longer than I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, well, we, pretty much, we pretty much shut it down when, uh, when Amanda shuts down the pavilion. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Right. Okay. So we're starting on Friday, June 30th, running from noon to 10 p.m. Right. And uh, Chris Isaac, that's an interesting booking. Chris Isaac is, um, yeah, he's a little bit on the edge of the yeah. bubble. Yeah, he's, you know, the, the pure blues guys are going to be irritated with yes. that pick for sure. For sure. But, you know, uh, we'll have something that'll appeal to that crowd going yeah. on in the front porch stage at that right. time. Right. I mean, that is the luxury of having all these stages yeah. is that, you know, if you don't like the main stage act, you can go to the front porch or vice versa. Right. So we'll probably have Cedric Burnside or somebody like mm -hmm. that on the front porch when mm -hmm. Chris Isaac is playing. Mm -hmm. Now, Chris Isaac, you know, I re actually really, I really dig him. Mm -hmm. And his guitar player, of course, lives here in Portland, Herschel. Yeah. And he's a, he's, he's a great guitar player. He's really he doesn't play player. out here, does he? Herschel? Very much. Well, he's usually on the road. Yeah. I mean, he does... I've played gigs with him. He'll, really? I played at the White Eagle with him one time. Huh. Yeah. When he's around, he'll just sort of drop into uh -huh. to, uh, gigs that his friends are playing. Uh -huh. um, he's a really great guy. Huh. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons that bringing Chris Isaac to Waterfront feels appropriate to me, mm -hmm. is that there's this portland connection with him it'll it'll make it the whole thing really fun and it's going to end yeah. kind of spectacularly we have kind of a really? card up our sleeve oh boy. for the end of the chris isaac show <laughs> but also on that day we've got <laughs> elvin bishop elvin bishop you know, rock and roll hall of famer yeah and yeah. uh he played winthrop blues festival uh last year mm -hmm. 
and he's just still great. He is great. He's got energy, a lot of energy. He's really funny. Mm-hmm. He's really, uh, he's still really connected to what he's doing. It's, he's not phoning it in. He's still really um, a dynamic, authentic uh-huh. blues guy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, he always has been. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you know, a lot of, a lot of the these guys in the kind of twilight years of yeah. their careers just. Yeah. Do start phoning it in, and right. it's not. Right. It doesn't, you right. know. Doing including casino, some of the casino shows. Yeah. 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 I guess you know I shouldn't be specific about that, but you know we've had some of those at Waterfront. Mm-hmm. Some of the big, big, big acts. You know, where I just kind of go, God, these guys are. But anyway. Yeah. Good. On the other, on the flip side, you know, we have fantastic Negrito. I don't know if you're hip to them. At I all. am not hip to them. Well, they just won the Grammy for the blues album of the year. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, these guys, this guy was um, a busker in Berkeley until like a year, <laughs> and, <coughs> year and a half ago. And he's very, uh, he's very unique. He's got a really individual spin on mm-hmm. the blues. He's like from, a, um, uh, he's, his, he's, he grew up in an Islamic household mm-hmm. um, and he's just really really interesting he won the um, NPR's Tiny Desk concert yeah. two years ago yeah, uh, yeah. which is a kind well, of is he, big, he the one with a female female singer no he's okay I he's forget it's that's, that's yeah. another band okay <laughs> but um, well, we'll, we'll so that'll be really interesting he's never played here <coughs> he's me. never played Portland well we'll put his video up yeah yeah yeah. Um, what is the Dirty Bourbon River show? Oh, that's kind of a retro uh, sort of swing, retro jazz group mm-hmm. from San Francisco. Young. Um, one of the things that goes on on the front porch is, you know, we have that big dance floor. Yeah. And we have all these these uh, sort of 20 and 30-something swing and blues dancers. Oh, yeah. So we tried to get some acts that worked for those guys, and this is one of those yeah, acts. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember um, one year there was a, a <clears throat> like a festival, a, a swing dance festival in town. Mm-hmm. The year that loose, loose, loose change, loose change, loose marbles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. here. Yeah. And they were having all kinds of events over at, at Pioneer Courthouse Square and stuff like that. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, and then yeah they they're, they're, they've been doing that mm-hmm. all through the last few years too. Yeah. And um, somebody who's actually, I believe, is in town th- this weekend here, uh, which is uh, the week of April uh, 10. Yeah. Um, uh, Brother Yusuf. Oh, yeah, yeah. That a lot of people don't know about. No, he's from, uh, I think, San Jose, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's solo guy. Yeah. Um, he's a very cool blues guitar player, very percussive and... And rhythmic, which is why this young, sort of young swing dance crowd has really latched onto him. He's uh-huh. just very dynamic, and, yeah. Um, yeah. and he's a really, really solid blues guitar and vocalist. Hmm. He's pretty cool. Okay, and the first cruise is that night. Yeah, the first cruise is going to be monstrous. If yes. you're into heavy yeah. blues guitar shredding, right. Eric Gales is kind of this under-the-radar mm-hmm. guitar guy who's probably, you know, according to people like even Joe Bonamassa, yeah. who you wouldn't expect to ever compliment anybody but <laughs> because he's so arrogant. But, um, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that kind of thing. He did play Waterfront one year. Um, even Bonamassa says this guy is probably the greatest blues guitar player alive right now. Wow. He's an incredible player. He had a lot of kind of yeah. personal substance issues uh, for a long time that kind uh-huh. of kept him from really yeah. cutting yeah. loose, but yeah. that's kind of all behind him for a few years now, that's and great. he's really uh, he's really happening. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him for sure. Yeah. And, uh, so that'll be pretty interesting. And, and Kingfish Ingram, you know, has become kind of a mascot of the festival. Yeah, I know. Um, and Kingfish actually plays on Air Gale's new record. Uh-huh. They were sort of buddies from, you know, Memphis and the Delta. So you're going to see two of maybe the best Afro-American blues guitar players alive in that boat Amazing. at the same That's time. Great. 
Wow. It'll be pretty explosive. Yeah. And then Saturday, July 1. Um, Saturday. Yeah. Okay, now the, the headliner that day is one of these, you know, was one of these um, solutions to the question of how do you find younger mm -hmm. acts mm -hmm. that are resonant with the, the genre mm -hmm. and can uh, cut across, you know, demographic lines. Yeah. Big Head Todd is, is, you know, known as kind of a jam band from mm -hmm. Colorado. Mm -hmm. um, they play to, to big crowds out there and when they have come through, through here. Um, they've always been pretty heavily based in the blues genre mm -hmm. in what they do. And their last couple records have been sort of blues tribute records. Mm -hmm. I mean, they put out a Robert Johnson tribute that had a whole cast of characters, mm -hmm. special guests. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> their last one was a, um, a tribute to, was it Sonny Boy Williamson, maybe? Mm -hmm. I forget who it was a tribute to. But anyway, they brought in Billy Branch and yeah. Ronnie Baker Brooks and Cedric Burnside and these other special Ronnie guests. Ronnie Baker Brooks is Lonnie Brooks. Is Lonnie Brooks. Son. Son. Wow. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> I've wanted to get him to Waterfront for years and just, yeah. just hasn't worked out. He's not an act that has come out here very much. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be sort of interesting. It'll be, yeah. um, you know, I think that'll be a, kind of an interesting headliner. I was, I was, thought it was interesting, guys whose nickname is Big Head. Yeah. It was Big Head Brother. You remember Big Head Brother? He was a soul guy. I remember the name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's, you know, cute. <laughs> I guess you really have to have a big head to get the nickname Big no, Head. Nobody, nobody has as big a head as Helen Wolf did, though. Right. I, I saw him live at Alice's Revisited, which was this remodeled church in the north side of Chicago. It was a teeny little church that they turned into a yeah. club, and I sat about maybe five and a half feet away oh, from geez. him, right in front of the stage, which is basically kind of the same level as the seat I was yeah. in. And it was the scariest thing I've, I mean, he was the scariest <laughs> human being I've ever been in that close that to. right? Oh, goodness. Yeah, I mean, he was just frightening. And when he would moan and howl, and, yeah. and then he was just massive. He was just massive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was Henry Gray in his band then? You, you know, I wish I, because I didn't yeah. really know what I was seeing. Yeah, I was, this yeah. is when I was like a uh, sophomore in high school. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> but Hubert Sumlin was in the band, for yeah. sure. I yeah. know I know yeah. he was in the band. I think yeah. probably Henry Gray was playing piano yeah. at that point. <laughs> if not, it would have been Pine Top, I guess. But um, Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, so, so let's, let's the rest of Saturday... Uh -huh. um, J.D. McPherson, who's mm -hmm. a kind of a rockabilly mm -hmm. dude from uh, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I really like him a lot. He's he's very popular around here. He's played Pickathon a couple times. Mm -hmm. He's um, he has a strong following around here. Good. He's a he's a um, you know he's got kind of a cool individual spin on you know some classic kind of roadhouse blues and mm -hmm. rockabilly. Mm -hmm. The Greyhounds. Um, are a three-piece offshoot of J.J. Gray's band ah. uh, that involves the keyboard player, one of his former guitar players, and they just, they do really cool, it's a very original sounding band, it's, a, it's just a keyboard, guitar, and drums, and um, that'll, that is going to be kind of a surprise hit, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. And of course, Eric Gales is on one of the one of the big stages that day. Yeah, and Eric Gales will be on that day. And King Southern Christian. Avenue is an interesting band. They're a real interesting band. They yeah. they came uh, they sort of surfaced at the International Blues Challenge a couple of years ago. Uh -huh. They didn't actually win, but you know they had obviously a lot going for them. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's um, they've got two women in the band. Mm -hmm. They've got the guitar players from Israel. Mm -hmm. um, they're very, very good musicians. They've got a totally, you know, original thing that they're doing, yeah. but it's yeah. still very based in the Memphis soul yeah. history. Yeah. yeah. So Southern uh, Avenue was is the the, the the street that Stax Records was on. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they actually, I think, actually, their new record was is being put out by Stax. Really. It's the first right. release that Stax has done. You know. 
in how long? Since yeah. Isaac Hayes, I suppose. Wow. You know, a long time. <laughs> I know they've been doing re reissues, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's great. Yeah. God, that must, that, that, how would you like, how would you like to be them? And be just young and just coming out and, and, your, and your record comes out on stacks? <laughs> yeah, no, it's really, it's really cool. And then they've been, they've gotten all kinds of attention in press lately. And they've yeah. been showing up yeah. on stages with Buddy Guy and Government mm -hmm. Mule mm -hmm. and, you know, um, yeah. jam bands as well as classic blues guys. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, they're potentially a, a big crossover act, mm -hmm. I think. And then the Zydeco bands take over the front porch stage? Yeah, Saturday and, Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Saturday and Sunday, it's kind of all day yeah. Cajun Zydeco. Yeah, and we've yeah. got some kind of cool, you know, uh, Chubby Carrier's coming back. He's always really right. popular. He's, he's like the Zydeco act more than any others that could connect with any audience, kind of yeah. whoever they are, whatever age they are, whatever their musical predilections are, yeah. Chubby will make sure... Yeah. That you get engaged, yeah. you know, that you buy into what he's doing. Yeah. So he's really fun. <clears throat> I forget the name of the guy who kept missing his plane, but he's not on. He's not listed this year, is he? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who was that? I forget oh, who that was. Uh, uh, Corey. Oh, Corey Ledet. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Ledet. Yes. Corey Ledet <laughs> got. Yeah. There were storms in Houston, and he got stuck there. Yeah, that happened a couple of years in a row, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Made oh, you well. think. I wonder if he really was. <laughs> Well, it could have been making it up. Who knows? But he he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> and so you got the uh, you got the uh, Northwest Women in in, in R and B cruise. Which yeah, we got the pretty amazing. Cruise. Yeah, Southern Avenue is also going to be on that cruise. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be that will be a that'll definitely sell out early. Yeah. On the upper deck, I have this um, Argentine. Oh yeah, singer. she's in a duo. She's in a duo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, part of what I have been doing the last couple of years is, is uh, trying to bring to the festival people uh, to show how the, how the blues has tr touched these other parts of the world mm -hmm. and how those people have interpreted it. Mm -hmm. You know, we had the... Uh, um, the guy from Brazil last year, the yeah. guitar player, right. really phenomenal guitar player. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and this year uh, we've got an African act that's I can't announce yet. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we are. That's the hint, everybody. Yeah, that's the hint. <laughs> that's the hint. Uh, North Africa. Yeah. I think Mali. Um, Lost my train of thought. So anyway, we have this Argentine. Yeah. So you know, it's always interesting to see how uh, other cultures kind of interpret this music. Mm -hmm. You know, they bring a little bit different sort of rhythmic vibe to it. Yeah. Obviously, Argentina has that whole sort of tango tradition yeah. and yeah. the indigenous instrumentation, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it'll be kind of interesting. It will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't like that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I wonder. You know, it's interesting. I wonder um, if the if the word will get out to the the, the, the tango community here. They might want to come here. Then they might. There's I wonder a if big they'll... tango community here. Oh, I know. Yeah. I went to a really cool uh, <coughs> tango thing on Directors Park last summer, uh -huh. where they had a whole orchestra, tango orchestra. Was it Alice Krebs? Who was, I, I'm not sure who the, or, I, yeah. I just happened yeah. on this thing. It was, a, yeah. and there were tango competitions going yeah. on, and yeah. this amazing band that was playing yeah. uh, Piazzolla wow. classics and things yeah. like that. It was yeah. really great. You know who's been, who, who has been um, uh, showing up at Alex Crest's place is Pepe Raphael. Huh. You know? Pepe in the bottle mill? Yeah, place? yeah, yeah. Wow. And he's, he has lost the Salvador Dali mustache. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> he had a gig in South America because mm -hmm. he's been doing this thing that uh, uh, there's there's a very famous um, Argentinian uh, male duo who do these great tango love songs, and uh, he brought them to Portland huh. and did um, and and then he 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 has a uh, he he is, he's in a duo with a woman, and they do the same the same kind of tunes. Apparently, like you know, sold out the old church and. A big tango community wow. here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I know. 
All right. So. Okay. Oh, uh, Saturday. Before we leave Saturday, Saturday we have the after hours show with um, yeah. J.D. McPherson and Big Head Todd and all those mm-hmm. special guests. That yeah. should be um, that should be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then we get to New Orleans on Sunday. All right. We get to New Orleans on Sunday. Sunday does have some New Orleans. Yeah. So, yeah, Galactic will be headlining. Uh-huh. Um, Do you know who, you have any idea who, who they're going to come in? Because they always come in with somebody. They come in with somebody. I think they're they're going to lean on their the woman who's been singing with them for the last few years is Erica Falls. Uh-huh. Really great yeah. singer. I mean, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. she's as good as really as any, but any of the special guests they brought along, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Spe- actually, she's a spectacular vocalist. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> who else do we have? We have Sonny Landreth that day. Yeah. Uh, Pimps Pim- of Joy time. Pimps of Joy you just time. Added the, them, didn't you? What's that? You just kind of just added them. Yeah, recently. yeah, that's fairly recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our uh, managing director Scott Cunningham just le- le- leaped for joy when he saw when that. he saw Pimps yes. on there. <laughs> I really like them. They're really funny. They're yeah. they've got an incredibly good groove. They're kind of yeah. have figured out how to fuse. You know, roots music to like mm-hmm. hip-hop. and mm-hmm. It's just really innovative and fun, mm-hmm. and it's not pretentious. It's just really cool, yeah. Yeah. modern uh, blues and soul and funk kind mm-hmm. of all fused in a, in a way yeah. that works. You know? Now, what did blind... They, had, they used to be called something else, something blind. Legally blind. Legally blind, right. B-O-Y-N-D. Legally blind is... If you ask any of the musicians in town who the act to see is, that's the act. Is that right? I'm not kidding. Why is that? Blind is um, four guys who have spent their lives touring with, you know, Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. uh, Frankie Mays, and Bever- uh, Frankie Beverly, Beverly and Mays, yeah, and um, they're just incredible R&B uh, musicians. But most of them are also involved really heavily in gospel quartet music. Uh-huh. So they're great singers. And uh, the guitar player, <coughs> Jubu, mm-hmm. he is kind of the, he is considered the great R&B guitar player hmm. on the planet. I mean, you know, um, like Kingfish knew about him. Mm-hmm. You know, King only from video clips and stuff. But yeah. Jubu is kind of the guy, and he is really a phenomenal guitar player. He's sort of like if if Jimi Hendrix had just continued on as an R and B guy, yeah. never turned into a psychedelic dude. Yeah, that would be Jubu. Wow. You know. Does he play left-handed? No, no, no. I don't think so. I don't think he is. So anyway, that that's that's definitely a set to catch. Yeah. Um, Dexter Allen is a. a Blues guy from Mississippi. He's been mm-hmm. up here to Portland a couple times. I actually did a gig with him at Jimmy Max okay. uh, a year and a half or so ago. Mm-hmm. He's great. Really good vocalist and guitar player. He was uh, Bobby Rush's guitar player for a couple years wow. back, about 10 years ago. Huh. Um, Sons of the Soul Revivers are a gospel quartet from the Bay Area that my <clears throat> my buddy Jim Pugh has kind of discovered and recorded. And is I've seen their videos. Trying to surface a little bit. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, and they're, you know, they might be the most uh, dynamic gospel quartet that's mm-hmm. out there right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're one of the few that's really carrying on that tradition. Because gospel quartet music is very, um, it's very demanding vocally, and it and and most of the quartets that have existed over the years are, are people who've sung and performed together for decades. Yeah, you know, and it, it, they have this this fusion of sound that mm-hmm. is just you don't really hear anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm looking, really looking forward to that. That's going to be and those and those guitar players. The guitar he, players. He, course, he's one of the singers. The yeah. guitar players. Yeah. That's just. That's there's nothing. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like it. Yeah. There's nothing like. Is it. Is that going to kind of take the place of Linda Hornbuckle's? This year it will. Yeah. Sunday thing. Yeah. 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 That was always good. That was always really. That was always really special. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's... Um... You can't replace Linda Hornbuckle and Janice Scroggins. No, you can't. You, can't. you just can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. No. No, no they were... Uh, no, and it, it, it's, yeah, I, it, I feel this void in my heart when I just, when I think about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, it's been years now. It's been, how, how many years since, since Janice died? Two, three years? Yeah. I, and I, it's, I, it's I can't still remember. just as fresh. Yeah. The heart is just still yeah. just as fresh. Yeah. 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 Okay, back to this, um, Zydeco and, and Swamp Rop on, on, all day on the front porch, and then, well, then we have the after hours that night with the Galactic and the Pimps. That oh, should boy. Be, that should be pretty... That should be pretty wild. <laughs> pretty wild. <laughs> It'll be a party. <laughs> yes, it will. And then on the day that's supposed to be the last day of the festival, but isn't... <laughs> yeah, that's the... Yep. Um, Josh, Josh Stone, Stone was an interesting booking. Just, well, Josh Stone, I've been trying to get to Waterfront since that first record of hers. Really? You know, that's yeah. Retro Soul record mm -hmm. she put out that Betty Wright was involved in. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't really tour. She tours. She's done like one tour that's come through the Northwest in the last six or seven years that I know of. Wow. So um, she happened to be coming to the States this year, so I thought that would work. That would work. Yeah. You know, so, there, she, so, you know her career began with this retro soul thing, and yeah. then she turned for a little while into sort of a pop diva. Mm-hmm. The last few years, she's been doing at least the clips I've seen. Yeah. She's been doing much more straight-ahead soul uh -huh. R&B. Is that what she's going to do here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that set. Now, uh, obviously, that's a that's a, that's something that, that that you need to find out. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, and do you have any any input on that? Yeah. I mean, most most acts will direct their set to the mm -hmm. crowd to some extent okay. you know I mean even I think Chris Isaac is going to do some blues t tunes yeah and c there he has it in his repertoire and he's mm -hmm. recorded those kind of yeah that kind of material so I mean he did a you know get, going back to Chris Isaac he did a whole album that was just about Sun Records classics mm -hmm. you know and it's it's pretty much boogie woogie and mm -hmm. you know 50s and 60s. Junior Parker kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So he'll, I'm sure he'll do some of that. But anyway, Josh Stone. Maybe he'll do Feeling Good. What's that? Maybe he'll do Feeling Good. Yeah. One of the great songs ever recorded in the English language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. Um, uh, 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 so, oh, also, are we talking about Monday? Yeah. Talking about see. Monday, yeah. Okay. So Booker T is coming with his. Yep. Kind of sax hits review. Yep. So it'll be, be yep. Booker T with a mm -hmm. uh, horn section and a couple yes. of background vocalists. We, we, we covered his last appearance. Uh huh. <laughs> the problem with the organ. With the yeah. organ, with, with uh, <laughs> the, Finnegan. The guy, guy from another band. Yeah, with Finnegan's. Messed with that. <laughs> yeah, that was Mike Finnegan's kid. Mike Finnegan was, oh, you know, geez. had a James keyboard player. Anyway, <laughs> we won't go into all that. Okay. Okay. But um, I might bring that story back when we're when we're when we're, when we're covering the yeah. thing. <laughs> but also, um, I mean, the, one of the bands that I'm most looking forward to seeing is yeah. this outfit called the Bocante. Yeah, yeah. Bocante was started by two or three of the guys from Snarky Puppy, uh -huh. and they brought in uh, Roosevelt Lee from the Lee Boys, who's a pedal steel gospel uh -huh. guitar player. You know, like Robert Randolph, kind of that from that genre, and uh, they got this great vocalist who's a um, Creole. She sings in French. Wow. She's a black woman. Um, so it's this really interesting fusion of sort of uh, Caribbean funk and Delta blues. Wow. It's uh, the the couple of clips I've seen of theirs are just spectacular, and of course, Snarky Puppy is, you know, it's not a straight. It's by no means a blues band, right. but it's maybe the best hardcore instrumental group out there right now. I mean, they're just spectacular. Won Grammys and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And um, so that that's something I'm really looking forward to. Mm -hmm. uh, also, I don't think this is on your 
list here, but um, Paul Allen's band is playing that day. Paul Allen. Paul Allen. Paul the Paul Allen. Now we don't know of, if Paul of, Allen of, himself of, is going to be of around. Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. Well, of the Blazers, the Trailblazers. Yeah. 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 I mean, Paul Allen is actually a really great guitar player. Really? I um, I put together this group three years ago, or maybe four years ago, for a Buddy Guy tribute at Experience Music Project up in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And Buddy Guy was there, and and Robert Randolph, and I put together a band that included Curtis, John Mazzocco, D.K. Stewart, and we did kind of verbatim Buddy and Junior Wells' Hoodoo Man Blues album. Wow. We did the whole thing <laughs> as kind of our little tribute to Buddy. And at the end of which, Buddy Guy came up and Robert Randolph came up. And then Paul Allen came up and played with us. Yeah. And, you know, he's got this amazing collection of guitars. Yeah. He's a guitar aficionado. Um, and he was really good. He's a really good guitar player. But not only that, he... I've never seen the guy smile the way he did really on stage. He just was lit yeah. up. He yeah. was telling dumb jokes. Uh -huh. He was slapping people on the back. I mean, it was like he was kind of reborn on stage in this context of this band wow. that he was playing with. And um, so I've just kind of been trying to get him to bring his band to Waterfront for years. Mm -hmm. He has a band on call that will fly to join him on his boat in the Mediterranean at a moment's notice. And these are guy, these guys are all first-tier guys. I mean, they have yeah. played on everybody's records. They're like the creme de la creme. And they're like, on a, from what I understand, they're like on a six-figure retainer to just kind of go play gigs with Paul Allen when he's available and wants to do it. So anyway, they're... So he, but, but you won't know until you But get we close. won't know. The band is committed to play. Yeah. And that will be, you know, they'll, they'll be able to stand on their own. But um, Paul Allen himself may or may, you know, who knows? He's probably got so many yeah. so many irons in the fire, and he could go anywhere in the world on the 4th of July. So we'll, we'll wait to see if he shows up or not. He's a big Snarky Puppy fan, though, so he oh. might, he might oh, yeah, want to come yeah. just to sort of see that. And, yeah. The other act that I can't announce yet, but okay. Anyway. All right. Um, well, let's get to Tuesday. My my question is, who plays before the fireworks? March fourth. Yay! March fourth will play before the fireworks. And you know, they're no longer calling themselves March Fourth Marching Band. Uh, I didn't I, know that. Just I, March fourth. I had I had John Averill in here, and he yeah. said, "Nope, we're Carnival. Just calling ourselves March Fourth now." That's probably bad. That makes more sense. Yeah. 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 It was a marketing thing. All right. Well, that's good to know. I'll just cross that out on my sheet of uh, paper here. I think that's actually the way we have them listed, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah. So who else is coming? Well, Duffy is coming back from Florida. Yeah. Um, that's on Tuesday? Yeah, this is yeah. on Tuesday. Uh, canned Heat. Canned Heat. Canned Heat. Yeah, Legacy Act. A Legacy Act, if there ever was one. Man. <laughs> how many? How many originals are any? any well, Fido De La Parra, the drummer, has been with them yeah. pretty much all along. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other guys are, you know, yeah, yeah. they've got they. It's you know, it's kind of a, a franchise at this point. Right. They got a fat guy who's, who's, who plays the Bob Hyde part. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, if you yeah. if you were doing that, you'd have to have a big fat guy playing Bob Hyde. You know? Yeah. Um, the Suffers are a bighorn band from Austin. They're interesting. Yeah, they're a cool they're band. They're really interesting. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. I like yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be fun. They'll they're be a lot be, of fun. They are going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're doing a Paul DeLay tribute. Really? Yeah. Oh. With, um, uh, well, Hank Shreve is doing the harmonica parts yeah. and Hank Shreve is I mean he's a brilliant harmonica player but he also is the only guy I've ever heard who can actually who actually got inside Paul's phrasing he right? really can he can capture a lot of what Paul did he plays yeah. chromatic yeah he's a brilliant musician he plays 
piano and guitar also. I mean, he's yeah. really a yeah. talented guy. But anyway, when he first came up as a kid player, he was still he was, he was great. Yeah. Lisa Mann's in that group. Um, Dave Fleschner's kind of the music director. Uh -huh. You know, we, in, the former band members kind of talked about whether we wanted yeah. to be involved in this or not. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, because there's this musical that's been going on that this guy's been writing based on Paul's life. It's a fictional really? version of wow. Paul. But it uses all of his songs. Um, and it, the, the material is still too, it's too kind of, we're too invested in it to, to go back into it. It's just... It's, so you're not going to play? I think the way it's going to work is we may go and join the group for the last tune or something like that. Um, but there are a couple of things that they did at this at the Alberta Rose Theater recently in the context of this fictional musical that they're putting together. Uh, Saida Wright singing one of Paul's ballads oh, that just was... She is fabulous. I was in tears. I mean, yeah. I just was blown yeah. away People, She has her. not been discovered yet. No, she is really an unbelievable yeah. Yeah. vocalist. Yeah. I mean, I just she, was she stunned. She steals Tyrone Hendricks' album. Yeah. I play that all, I play that all the time. Huh. Those two tunes of hers. Yeah. Amazing. People don't know... That that Liv Warfield is not the only person who who was a backup from Portland who was a backup singer with Prince. Yeah, right, right. Because right. she was, and then he died. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I had her here, and she started singing, and I just like melted. Yeah, yeah. She's something else. Yeah. I I first ran into her when she was she did a um one of the Ray Charles tributes yeah. the shows that I was yeah. on, and yeah. I was like, where did I, you come from? What's uh -huh. you know? And she's one of those amazing voices from the church that yeah. just sort of stepped into the yeah. secular stage one day. It was Spent like, a lot holy of time cow. Singing behind Liv. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and when Liv would let her, you know, let, let her do a tune, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, Monkey Junk. Monkey Junk is... Um, <laughs> This really cool trio from Canada. I've known about them ah. for a lot of years. They they really are innovative. They they write f really cool songs. Um, it was I, I saw them. I had never seen them live. They've won a bunch of awards in Canada. They've never been out here. I saw them at the uh, Bluesbender in Las Vegas last year. Finally saw them. And I just was, they, they were really, for me, kind of the highlight of the show. And there were a lot of big blues acts, you know, famous, you know, it's, it was a strong lineup, but those, but those guys really were the things that jumped out at me. Yeah. And um, after one of their sets, I went up to the uh, bass player, who doesn't actually play bass, he plays like a tenor really? guitar that has this octave thing under it. It's, huh. it's just, the sound is really yeah. unique. Like a and, Sandy Bull kind of thing. It is, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. really, uh, you know, I think people are going to be kind of knocked out by them. I mean, they were definitely kind of the the surprise hit down in Las Vegas, I would say. Huh. But I went up to uh, the guy after the set, and I started to introduce myself as, you know, Peter Dam and the guy from Waterfront Blues Festival. And before I could say Waterfront Blues Festival, I said, "You're the guitar player from Paul Delay Band." <laughs> We listen to that thing every day on the road. We that guitar solo on fifteen dollars in the bank is like one of my favorite guitar solos. I said, No, I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about Waterfront Blues Festival. But anyway, there's I had this amazing kind of little yeah. connection with him. That's great. That was yeah. really fun. Yeah. And um, on the front porch stage we got the CBA Majority Memphis competition, the Bill Rhodes Harmonica Blow Off again. Yeah. And um, I saw this video from uh, Jontavius Willis. Uh huh. He's a kid. He's a kid. Yeah. He's a kid. He's a kid playing Delta Blues acoustic. Yeah. He's good. He's good. He's good. Well, um, and uh, on the fourth, we're hoping that um, and I, if all the word is that it, it, he's doing great and it's healing up and he's. Out and about, and Curtis will be back on the fourth. Oh wow! So I'm pretty I sure the, that Curtis I saw the video. I've yeah. been playing the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knew he is such a great piano player, huh? I mean, I knew, but I, most people. Let me don't tell know. you something. I did a TV story on him. Uh huh. 
uh, I don't know, 10 years ago at least, right? Yeah. And they don't no, be longer, right? And the, the, the shooter bet me money that I couldn't get anything new out of Curtis Salgado. Yeah, you never got anything new out of him. He's been around forever, uh -huh. right? And so I'm doing the thing, and we hit it off, you know, as we always do. And I said, hey, would you play some piano? He said, sure. And that was, a, that was I, think, I think he told me, that was the first time he'd ever been on TV playing the piano. Uh-huh. And I collected my money. Yeah, 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 good. Uh, but yeah, and I think it was the same piano. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably. Still a little bit out of tune. Yep. But yeah. it was wonderful to see him at the piano playing, and it was something. Yeah. Something. You, you, that guy can't, nothing, nothing will stop him. No. He'll have to get hit by a truck. I don't know, man. I figure, by my count, he's still got two of his nine lives left. <laughs> So this well, may be the last. This may be the eighth one that he's on. But man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that would be great if he can if he yeah. can show up. That would be wonderful. Yeah, yeah I'm expecting. You know, he wouldn't even have to sing. He could just walk up on the stage and just get. Oh, he'll if get, he goes well, out, he'll know sing. That. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, God, he's got more power with like half of a lung missing yeah. than yeah. 99 percent of the vocalists right. out there in the right. world. Mm -hmm. I remember I saw Ross on Rolling Kirk mm -hmm. after he had the stroke. Yeah. And can only play with one hand. And he played with one hand better than most people play with, with two hands. <laughs> well, because he was playing those yeah. two-handed, two-sax duels yeah. with himself yeah. and, 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 all those years. That and, and at the same time playing nose flute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, Peter, this is, the, this is the best preview anybody could ever have had. Good, okay, <laughs> good. Blues Festival. Now, well, I think it's going to be really, you know... Uh, I think it's a really interesting mix of uh, new stuff. There's a lot of stuff that's going to surprise people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 10 bucks a day, I mean, geez. Yeah. And we haven't down. mentioned the food bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll mention the food bank, you know. Okay, in, in, yeah. In, in the, uh, on the page. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll drop in some videos of some of these people that we've talked about. Okay, cool. And I appreciate it. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, you bet.